not be broken. Your word says, where two or three gathered in my name, there I am with them. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you for being here with us in the spirit. Thank you for being here with us with your gathering. Thank you because, Lord, we've gathered unto you. Thank you because, Lord, as we've gathered, we've gathered to worship. We've gathered to answer questions in your presence. We've gathered for your word to minister life to us. We've gathered, oh God, to be connected to heaven. Lord, do we not read this morning that, Lord God, even in the days, oh God, when Cyrus, oh God, was, when he, he died, that Lord, we saw the train of the Lord fill the temple. Lord, we join, oh God, the angels that you've dispensed here, oh God, that we've been seeing, oh God, since August in our midst. We join the innumerable numbers of angels. And we say, Lord, we declare your Lordship this morning. We declare your glory this morning. We join them in crying, holy, 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 holy unto you. We say holy unto our God. We say holy unto our God that sits upon the throne. We say, Lord God, you are worthy. We bow before you. We cast our crown before you. Lord God, we say the art of worship, the art of worship is what we've come to give to you. That is our service to you this morning. We dedicate ourselves to you. Father, we say, Lord God, from the threshold of the church, that as many people that shall step on it, they will be stepping on the holy ground. Their heart shall be yielded to you. Their soul shall be yielded to you. Our heart shall be yielded to you. Our body shall be yielded to you. As we've come, O oh God, to worship this morning. Lord God, we say, Lord, nothing shall stand in our way. We say, purify us by the fire of the Holy Ghost. Lord, we thank you because our persuasive B. Williams shall be fire, O oh God. We, his children, shall be flamed this morning. Lord God, thank you for the purification. Lord, thank you, O oh God. Your word says, if we bear iniquity in our heart, you will not hear us. My Lord, and my God, we stand before you today. Nothing shall stand against us, O God. We purify ourselves by the blood of the Lamb. The blood that speaks better things than that of Abel. We say we purify ourselves this morning. Thank you, Father, Lord. Thank you, Father, Lord. We dedicate ourselves unto you. My Lord and my God, as we have come here today, we say we shall all look up to you. We will look up to you. And we will see you seated on the truth. There will be no distraction, no God. The birds of the air will not steal your word. In the name of Jesus, my Lord and my God, we say our heart, oh God. We say, Lord God, give us a clean heart. Lord God, we say our heart shall be a fertile ground for your word, oh God, to bring forth hundred folks, oh God. Lord God, we say our heart is a heart of flesh to receive your word this morning. Thank you because your word, oh God, shall make us grow. Your word, oh God, shall be light, oh God, unto our path. Your word that shall come, O oh God, shall give us direction. Thank you because you are here. You are welcome in our midst, O oh God. You are welcome in our midst, O oh God. We bless your holy name. Thank you, our Father. We glorify your name. Lord God, we say this morning we shall choose life. We shall choose life. We choose your prosperity. As our Father have just opened our eyes, oh God, to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 30. We say, Lord, the house of CFT, we choose your life this morning in the name of Jesus. And we shall live to the glory of the Lord. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Good morning, church. I'm just 
taking my um, Bible scripture from um, Isaiah chapter 5, um, verses 1 and verses 13. I read, I will sing for the one I love, a song about his vineyard. My loved one had a vineyard on a fertile hillside. Then I'm just going to quickly jump to um, verse 13. It said, Therefore, my people will go into exile for a lack of understanding. So my prayer point is in two folds. My first prayer point is that, that the Lord will give us a heart of devotion, a heart that loves him. And that my second prayer point is um, that every word that we will hear that will come from this holy altar, that we will actually hack in onto the voice and that we'll be able to run and so that we can get direction and insight. Let us just begin to pray. Everlasting Father, my Lord and my King, we come before you this very hour and this very moment. We thank you, Father Lord, for choosing us, O Lord my God. We thank you that we've been set apart, O Lord my God, that in this generation that we are living in, O Lord my God, we ought to be the light that shines forth, O Lord my God. So Father Lord, we ask and we pray for a heart of devotion, a heart that is committed to you all the days of our lives, O Lord my God. Give us a heart, O Lord my God, that hungers and thirsts for you, O Lord my God. He said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled, O Lord my God. That, Father Lord, we ask and we pray that in this season that we're in, where the prophetic cloud is so heavy, O Lord my God, help us to hearken onto the voice of you that is ringing out, O Lord my God. That as you said that, Father Lord, heaven is roaring, O Lord my God, and that we that are on earth, Father Lord, we receive that, O Lord my God, and to run with the direction, Father Father Lord, of where you're calling us, O Lord, my God, that anything, O Lord, that will take away our love for you, Father Lord, that you will take it away from our lives, O Lord, my God, that Father, give us a heart, O Lord, my God, that is devoted to you, O Lord, my God, that as we were reading in Chronicles, Lord, we saw various kings who served you from a very tender age all to the days of their lives, O Lord, my God. We want to be one of those people, Father Lord, that when you look down from heaven, you can say, that is my daughter, that is my son, and they are obeying my bidding, O Lord, my God, that, Father Lord, we ask and we pray that as confusion is rife in this time, that we will not be swept away by the delusion or the confusion of this world, O Lord, my God. We ask that our hearts, Father Lord, will be wholeheartedly devoted to you all the days of our lives, O Lord, my God. We ask that every word of you that we'll hear from this pulpit, O Lord, my God, help us to run with it in Jesus' name. Amen. I want you to lift up your voice. Just pray by the language of the Spirit. Lift up your voice. The Bible says, He that prayed in an unknown tongue edifies himself or herself and build himself up in your most holy faith. This morning, you want to stir your spirit up. You want to connect to the flow of the Spirit. For Bible says it is the spirit that giveth life. The flesh did not profit. We plug to the life of the spirit of God this morning. Lembrosita 
Oh, come on, lift up your voice in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, you said unto you shall the gathering of the people be. And so this morning we have gathered at the mount of the Lord. We ask the Holy Ghost have preeminence. Oh, God, let the Spirit of God bring liberty in the Spirit. Oh, God. The other day, Bible said Jesus was teaching and the power of God was present to heal. We prophesy the power of the Spirit of God to bring healing and liberty in the Spirit. Oh God, as we worship, let utterance be given, revelation be given. Oh God, come on, lift up your voice. Let chains be broken. Let revelation come forth, oh God. Let prophetic utterances, let the prophetic deposit be stirred amongst us, oh God, this morning. Let utterance be given, oh God. Let the word of God come on him. Let worship, oh God, be as heaven has ordained. Oh God, let the fire of God be intensified, oh God, from the altar to the entrance, oh God, around this, oh God, sanctuary, oh God, the fire of God that brings distinction, oh God. As we worship, let the heavens be open, oh God, and let the visions of the Lord be given. We have sought you all these days, and oh God, your word says, would Jacob seek you in vain? In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. Before we open this uh, meeting this morning, just quickly read this psalm to us. It says, May God arise, may his enemy be scattered. And that's what is happening. In God is risen, and every enemy shall be scattered. Jesus' name. And verse 3 of that psalm says, But may the righteous be glad and rejoice before God. May they be happy and joyful. Are you weary this morning? Is there anything that is burdening your spirit, soul, and body this morning? Just be encouraged. The psalmist says, May the righteous be glad. Say to your neighbor, Be glad. Be glad. Said, And rejoice before the Lord. So there is nothing should stop you from rejoicing this morning. May they be happy and joyful. Guess what? When one is happy and joyful, what happens? Sing to God. Sing praise to his name. And that's what you are going to do. When you are happy, when you are joyful, what next? We will sing. And I know we have glorious singers here this morning that will sing melodiously to us. 
So you join together and sing. Say, sing to God. Sing praise to his name. Extol him who rides on the clouds. His name is the Lord. And rejoice before him. Say to your neighbor, rejoice. Rejoice before him this morning. Let me see your smile. Rejoice before him. Rejoice. And rejoice and rejoice and rejoice. Nothing should take away your joy. Let me see the people that are rejoicing this morning. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. And rejoice. Shout it and rejoice. I rejoice. I rejoice. I rejoice. And in that mood, you are going to praise and worship this morning. Hallelujah. Nothing should take your joy away. Hallelujah. That's what I just sensed in this meeting this morning. Nothing should take your joy away. Hallelujah. And without wasting time this morning, with an uplifted hand, let's read the book of Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. For he had founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his heart to what is false, nor swear deceitfully. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Is this King of Glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of Glory. Hallelujah. Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall 
and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him. But all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah.
just bless the name of the living God for he is worthy. Awesome, mighty, and powerful. Bless the name. Thank God. He turned water into wine. Amen. Hallelujah. There's nothing that he can't do. He turned water into wine. Amen. Amen. There's nothing he can't do in our lives. Lord, we give him the glory, O God. We thank you, Jesus, for who you are, what you've done, and what you're going to do, O God.
We worship you, our God. <laughs> that which we sang is what is happening right now. Atmosphere is broken. We worship and exalt you. We worship and exalt you. Fire of God is falling upon this house. Glory of heaven is sent upon this hour. Enablement is coming upon this place. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus Christ. We exalt you. Blessed be your holy name for this season. We thank you, Lord. We thank you because we are your sins. We thank you because it's not by excellence of man, but by your blood that was sacrificed. We thank you that no one comes to you except the Father draws them. We thank you because you have numbered us among them to display your power and glory through us in this end time that the world may know that you are the true God. We give the praise and honor and glory, the power that manifests in mortal man, the voice that speaks, the ear that hears, God the Holy Spirit. We thank you. Chains are broken this morning. Fetters are destroyed this morning. Yoke are destroyed. Burdens are lifted. Victory has been pronounced. Yes, it's the beginning of new journey. Lord, we exalt your name. The arrow, the spear of God has gone ahead to scatter the camp of the enemy. The darts of fire of God has gone ahead to swallow every dart of the devil. The fire of God has gone ahead to form a shield around you. Sickness is living right now. Yes, Lord. Pains die right now. Yes. Now that are tightened, release right now. Oh, Lord God. Cataract's been here right now. Glycoma disappear right now. Thank you, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. For every part of human body that was dead, receive life right now. By the power of he who created life into mortal men, I say your dead organ receive life. Your dead organ receive life. The dead part of your body that should be alive receive life, man. Yes. Yes, your faith that was killed be rekindled in the name of Jesus. Your hope that has been dashed, I call it to manifestation, to realization. Back, back, back. There is no hopelessness for those who are in Christ Jesus. The one who shut the door against you, I command him to open the doors now. In the name of Jesus Christ. The one who the devil has used his mouth against you will begin to sing your praise. This is a new dispensation for three months. This year will be over. Less than three months. Everything God ordained for you for the year 2021 shall be made manifest. You will not have a carryover. Yes, this is a season of mixed blessing. The blessings of last of next year already manifesting this year. Together with the accumulated for this very year. The Lord restored to you the years the locusts have eaten. Yes, He will restore back to you everything the devil had destroyed. They shall be rebuilt. They shall be rebuilt. They shall be rebuilt. Hope shall be restored back in the name of Jesus in this week. 
king of heaven. Thank you, Lord. That I should speak, O oh God, and that you will do. So I open my mouth and I speak. You will have plenty to eat. I say you will have plenty to eat. The key of David receive in your hands. The key of double doors receive in your hands. The ministry of angels receive in the name of the Lord. Ability to see to the realm of cherubs. Eyes open and you receive in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh my king. Your kneeling trough is blessed. I stand before you holy one. As you are promised and you are doing. I say the sky that was bronzed over you will begin to pour down rain. The ground that was hard under your feet now soften up. Your field that have become desert begin to receive life. Oasis spring forth in the desert place. I command your ground to begin to produce a seed. Every labor you have labored. And you have been waiting, waiting, waiting. In this season, receive the fruit of your labor. Receive the harvest of your labor. Receive. Enter therein. For you shall not labor in vain, says the Lord. That which you have been hoping for, hoping for, hoping for, in this season, within this week, they will come to your hand. They will begin to come to your hand. Angels of God will minister them to you. Heaven has resounded. Yes, heaven roll. Ask, respond. Heaven roll. Ask, respond. The words of the sons of man shall be fulfilled. Heaven roll. Ask, respond. I stand in Christ in God and declare, wherever they have hindered you, now they begin to make way for you. You shall be favorably disposed before your enemies. Those who hate you will begin to love you. People who are hindered you begin to be your ladder of promotion. In the name of the Lord of us. Will turn enemies to friends, rest upon you this day. In peace, you shall be established. Your bones that have failed you receive strength from heaven. Every form of disease and sickness be removed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It is written, I wish above all things that you may enjoy good health. Good health. Anything contrary to good health, hear the word of God. I command you to be extinct right now. Die from your roots in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And you might prosper as your soul prospers. I command your soul to prosper. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we pray. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Put your hands together for the king of heaven. Hallelujah. Please take your seats in the heavenly places. You know, time is the greatest enemy of mankind. Because I wish that we can worship for one hour on Sunday. But you know, we have a lot of things to do. And we are having worship. Remember... November, what is that? <clears throat> November the this twelfth, twelfth, isn't it? Choir, you should know it because you are practicing. 
<laughs> Look at them. <laughs> praise night is November the 12th. November the 12th is praise night. This church come together just to sing praises. No preaching. Just to thank God. We just come together and begin to thank God. Dance, dance, dance until we can dance no more. Worship and sing and sing and sing and sing. It's not a day to ask God, do this for me, do that for me. But what happened is that every year we did it, God did some great things in the midst of it. Miraculous manifestations happen. So get yourself together. Everybody will bring their musical instruments. If you are a member of the church and you play instruments, bring your instruments. That day we are going to jam together. But make sure that you know how to play what you bring. I would mean now. When they are playing high drum, you should be playing low drum. Amen. It's going to be a great time. But however, our overcomers night also, from this month, we will really worship for a long time. So that we will just flow in prophetic. Because worship provoked the prophetic. Worship opened the blinds of heaven and gives revelation to Mortimer. Before I share the word of God with you today, really, I remembered. I was in Shiloh Pillar during the week, and they were sharing the word of God. And I had one of the sisters, you know, share the word of God for four minutes. And what God spoke through her is so, you know, interesting. It's in line with what God is saying to us. I want to invite uh, Sister, what's her name again? Judith. Sister Judith, please come over and, and tell us the news from heaven. It's a reflection, and you will see me very shortly. I want you to listen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Please come over. Listen with your heart. Good morning, mom and dad. Good morning, brethren. This morning I'm reflecting on Psalm 13, which we've been reading this week. Where is our focus? When going through affliction and God doesn't answer straight away, it may seem that God has forgotten us. David experienced this In Psalm 13, verse 1, he says, How long, Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? But God has said that our names are written in the palm of his hands. Isaiah 49, verse 15 to 16 says, Can a mother forget a baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born? Though she may forget, I will not forget you. See, I have engraved you on the palm of my hands. God says our walls are ever before him. In verse 2, David says, How long must I wrestle with my thoughts day after day and have sorrow in my heart 
David wrestled with his thoughts and sorrow was in his heart. And it seemed that the enemy was triumphing. The more he wrestled his thoughts, the enemy seemed to be triumphing. In 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5 instructs us, Cast down vain imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. We must take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. How? By speaking this very word over and over. Jesus Christ has won the victory for us. Therefore, we have already overcome. When David turned his thoughts towards the Lord, his heart rejoiced in God's salvation. In verse 5, and David trusted in God's unfailing love. We must have trust and confidence in God, brethren. In verse 6, David says, I will sing the Lord's praise, for he has been good to me. As Mommy Omar has been teaching us when she was teaching in the book of Job, she said we must remember the good things God has done for us. It will fill our hearts with joy. Our affliction, brethren, are light and momentary. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 17. They are achieving for us an eternal glory. And as the Lord says through our Father in the Lord, we must daily pray, Colossians 3, 1 to 2, set our hearts and minds on things above where Christ is seated. And we must focus on God, trust in him. Amen. Thank you. That is interesting. Did you hear God? On this section is somebody who had come to this meeting today. Maybe it's your first time, I don't know. But you carry a heavy burden. The Lord told me to tell you that he has answered that which you are looking for. I can count the rows by the Spirit of the Most High. One, two, three, four, five, six. Over there. Sometimes we, we go through situations we think God is not seeing. And because of the toughness of the situation, we question God, isn't it? And it can be any kind of situation. But something you hate, but it remains with you. You have done every prayer in your own understanding, and yet it's not expiated. And the Bible says that hope defies, make the heart weary. Hope defied, make the heart weary. But let me say something to you. God saw it before it came. God's in the midst of it when you are praying. God has decided a time for solution. You are not too old for the blessing. Age may be going on you, but God remembers you. He will do it swiftly. You know, the song today says, Heaven open. It says there's a shift in the heavens. I don't know whether when you were singing it, you understood that you were prophesying. 
It has really happened. This house will team with testimony before Fridays. You will team with testimonies. Now, what I've been discussing with you, you will discover that God during this week in our prayer has been speaking about it in various ways. And that's what you have also had now. Who are you? Who are you? I know that today there is marathon and a lot of people are not able to get to the church and also you have this um, poor crisis but let me say for those who are not able to reach the this auditorium because of any of those circumstances you may be watching i'm sure you will be watching now what god is doing here is for you because your heart is in this house Anyone connecting to this broadcast, listen attentively. What God is about to say is yours. And I want every one of us to give me our hearts briefly. Do you know that the clock of this world is ticking very quickly to an end? Do you know that the scientists are now telling us, say, so? Do you know that more of scientists who don't believe in God are now saying that this world, if it continues for the next 50 years, it shall not exist anymore? Do you know that some of them have come up now with theories that this, they are, you know, um, trans- transition from one stage of being into another by the factors that they can put their fingers on? So there is an understanding in the spirit of man what God is about to do. That is the coming of the Lord Jesus. But because they do not have the spirit of God, they are accurate in saying this world will finish without redemption. They are accurate in saying that there will be a transition again from this being on earth to another being. But they are wrong in determining what the being would be because they do not understand that rapture will come. But the Bible says in the book of Thessalonians, Second Thessalonians, that we will know the time and the season, and they will know. And this is the reason why the message that you are hearing in this season all over the world is to prepare you for that coming. Let me say something to you. The information I will give you just for a few minutes, write it down. When you get home, go and walk over it. Somebody who died yesterday, his world is ended. All right? You may see someone in the church now, and the next day you may hear that he's gone. Not because he was ill or sick. And not because he did anything to be gone. But because his time was up. Because the one who gave the life to him called for that life. So that's the reason why what I'm teaching you this hour, take it to heart. It will help you on earth and it will help you after death if the Lord tarries. So what God is saying to me to teach you is the mystery of salvation, not ministry of salvation. 
the mystery of salvation. That if you are born again, what is the mystery of it? I said to you yes, uh, last Sunday, and go through this again. One, we are a new creation. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 to 19. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, or old things are passed away. All things have become new. The new has come. Verse 18 says, all this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. So, you understand that. We looked at it a bit on last Sunday. That if you are born again, that is, you are in Christ Jesus, you are a new person. Whether your father's sin, your grandfather's sin, your generational curses have terminated automatically, not because somebody prayed for you. They just don't exist anymore. Why? Because it is from God. Many people on earth are struggling about this. But I've given you several proofs that this is the truth. The word of God cannot lie. And we cannot help the Bible. It says it's a new creation. Old things are passed away. All things have become new. And it says all this is from God. Who reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ alone. And gave us the ministry to reconcile other people. To go and tell other people that look I'm saved. You know all these calamities going on. You can find solace in God. So that they also can come to the Father. So every one of us are so winners. But he ended up by saying that God was reconciling the whole world to himself. And understand that he's telling you about God's ultimate intention. God wants this whole world to be reconciled to himself. Not counting men's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. If the Bible says God does not count men's sins against them, it will be very, very shocking for anybody who claims to know Jesus to believe that some curses of their family is following them. Because every curse, curse came from sin. Alright? The Bible says like a darting sparrow that has no resting place. So is a costless curse. It shall not be. So then, if God said, He does not count men's sins against them. When you come to Jesus, it will be very, very strange. It's a taboo for anyone to tell you. That, oh, you are suffering from your father's curses, your generational curses. They do not exist. Now, let me take you further. Number two, why can you not be cursed? Why does this curse not exist anymore? Because you have become sons of God. It says in the book of John 1, 12 to 13, Yet to all who received him, to those who believe in his name, he gave them the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. What does this mean? The reason why you can never be cursed, and the past curse have no credence over you, is because your umbilical cord have changed. From the day you got born again. From your maternal family. 
to God family. If there is anything that is generational, it, it, it can only come to the, the, the generation down line. And when you get born again, you are no more a generation of man. You have become the generation of those who seek the Lord. Remember Psalm 24? Who call on the God of Jacob. Let's see that scripture very quickly. Psalm 24. We always read it all the time. Very quickly, the one on the, on the, scripture, on the scripture, please. It says, who... No, let's go to, uh, you know, the two verses before that. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Okay, let's say the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the water, and those who dwell therein, are found it upon the seas, established upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord, or who shall stand in his... You don't have verses on this one. I would have wished the verses are there. You see that? It says, who shall ascend the hill of the Lord, <clears throat> or who shall stand in his holy place you can't be born again unless the next verse says he who has clean hands and pure heart let's talk about by the blood in christ jesus who does not lift up his soul to idol or swear deceitfully or falsely yes what do you say he will receive blessings from the lord and vindication from god his savior the next verse says, shall we read together, such So, are you a generation of those who seek God? So, where is curse in you? It does not exist. Now, in this lecture, I will help you know, if a Christian is feeling a curse, there are things you can do by yourself. And you will come on us. And that has been described by that Second Chronicles. If you are in Christ, a new creature. What about if you are out of Christ? You step out of Christ. What will happen? The old things will come. And that is the problem of many who follow Christ. The reason why they suffer unnecessarily is because the principle of God is rigid. For you to be a recipient of what God is saying, you must be in Him. Let me tell you, as you are here, they are doing marathon now. Some people are running over there, and they are, they are doing the running. If I command a sick person to be healed in this place, and that person carry particular sickness, that person, if it's in the, those who are running there, healing can reach him. Because the healing is here, and it will heal the one who is here. Even the one outside there did not hear it. Do you understand what I'm saying now? So, when you are in Christ, everything in Christ is yours. When you are in the world, everything in Christ is out, is away from you. You are in a different realm. Different realm. Let me tell you. A man married a woman, all right, only to be giving her headache every day. Causing unnecessary, arguing over what is not. Alright? Any little thing the woman says, sharp, it snaps. Anything the woman says, snap. Because he believes that woman is a subsidiary. But when he was, was looking for her for marriage, he was begging. And when he got married now, he got used to her. Now, let me tell you. And he went to the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights, praying for peace in his family. How many years will he get the peace? When he get to the grave and end up in hell. 
Because for a man to pray for peace, you must live in peace. If you are not in Christ, you cannot get from Christ. After all, some liars will recommend deliverance for them, and they'll keep on wasting their life till they die. That's not your portion. You are sons of God. Generation of God. Your umbilical cord has ceased from your maternal parents from the day you were born again. He joins with the cord of Christ so that you have, Jesus has become the first son among his brothers. Romans chapter 8 verse 20, 29. He becomes the first son. Number three. Who are you? We are a chosen people. This is where I will explain and we will end today. A chosen people. I spoke about being saints of God last week, remember? New creation, sons of God, and now a chosen people. Can I say to us, we know genetic engineering, and we understand that the gene of the father is in the children. Dr. Adigini, correct? Yes? Chromosomes, Abby, you call it good. Some of us need to go to lecture with the doctors and they tell us. <laughs> I listened to a scientist today early this morning that began to step on the verge of, you know, you know, telling a new genetic engineering that will make us recognize that our formal understanding of genetics is wrong. <laughs> it's not wrong, but you know, a new understanding is coming that will obsolete the old one. Of course, you know that's how it has been all over the age. So, because you are you have the gene of your father, you sometimes some of you, your nose is like the nose of your father. You look like him. If a child is born, okay, by a woman, how they know that it is the father that gave birth to that child? Is that that child will carry something of the father. Some will walk like their father. Exactly therefore the way their father walks. Some will have cheeks like their father. Let me tell you something. Doctors also believe, and that is true, that if the father has a particular defect in his gene, you will find that defect in those down line. Correct. And that is the most probably. That's why they ask you, if you have high blood pressure, anybody have high blood pressure in your family? Uh, did your father die of hypertension? Because if your father died of hypertension, the first diagnosis of doctor is that, be careful, in your human body. All right. Now, have you seen sick Jesus? So, you are healed in your body. Your body is the temple of God. Have you seen a Jesus that Satan can curse? So what will happen if Satan curses Jesus? It will never take place. So you cannot be cursed. But you must be a son. A son behaves like the father. A son thinks like the father. A son reacts like the father. A son protects the integrity of his father. 
A son peers and carries the name of the father. So much about son. If you are a son, when the person, the father has children and they are growing, and you have girls and you have boys, you don't train your boys like you train your girls. Because you are training your girl to become a wife in another family. All right? And you are training your boy to carry on with your gene. That's what it is. Very different. I remember when my kids were growing up, because they have elder sisters, any family that has that, you have this, I'm telling you. If you have an elder sister, the firstborn, a girl, the firstborn, and you give back to boys. When the boys are growing, they want to behave like that girl, because that's the one they can see. Do you understand in the, in the house? So I have to tell my boys when they were growing that, no, 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 you cannot be like that. Your sister is a girl. You are a boy. She become a woman. You are a man. And some things I will let my daughter do, I let her go school free, you know, no problem. If my sons do it, I say, impossible, you can't do that. You are a man. And that was how I was raised by my father. No wonder the Bible did not say you are daughters and sons of God. Why did the Bible say that you are sons? Because the son is the heir to the, to the throne. A heir is a son, not a girl. You are girls and boys on earth because of procreation. When a woman dies, her spirit stands. The spirit have no gender. There's no girl in heaven. No man in heaven. But all in heaven are called sons of God. Remember the book of Job 1, 7, when the sons of God were present before God, the devil came up too. So for the earth, you have gender. But when you die and leave your body, there's no gender. And everyone, after leaving the body, you belong to Christ. You are a son. So that you can inherit the Father. That's the purpose of that. Understand the word of God. Ignorance of the world will cause you a lot of damage. So you are chosen. First Peter 2, 9. What do you see? Watch this very carefully. But you are a chosen people. That's why you may be saved. Your parents may not be saved. Your brothers may not be saved. Your sisters may not be saved. But you are. Your husband may not be saved. Your wife may not be saved. But you are. Why? Because God stretched his hand to choose you. Okay? That's the reason why if you have unsaved members of family, don't hate them. Don't fight them because they are not saved. Be patient with them. When they manifest the devil, you have the spirit of God. Calm yourself down. That's what the Bible says. Don't take it on them because if a man without the Holy Spirit can be anything, I will get them. Don't take it on yourself. Don't feel any pity to the place you are by you are with it. You can only pray for them and tell the Lord to stretch his hand towards them. And he will do it. If you passionately pray with love, God will answer you. But don't dictate the time they will be saved. And get 
irritated and bogged down. <laughs> the same way, if you have a child who went into rebellion, don't worry about, don't worry your head about things like that. Oh, my husband is always trying to hinder me from serving God. Don't worry. Play around his, his tolerance. Are you with me now? Because you are his wife. <laughs> play around his tolerance, but play in God. And you talk to the God of heaven who created all heart of human. He will intervene. He will strike. But you have to conduct yourself just in Christ. You are chosen. When I was looking at this scripture, I was quite very, very much, you know, I was impressed, excited, but I was challenged too. It says, you are a chosen people. Think it very well. A royal priesthood. Do you see yourself like that? Everywhere you go, do you see yourself different from everybody? Do you see that uniqueness of God in you? Do you? You must see it. It's just like the sister who spoke recently before I came up. Why do you say in your heart, the Lord have not defended my cause? Why do you say in your heart, why me, why me, why me? And when it's blessing, you will not say why me. When it's promotion, you will not say why me. You just say, ah, it is me. Hallelujah. Come on, listen to me. Look at yourself differently. That's you are chosen. Because of that, when you meet people who cannot meet up with your standard of character, don't be angry with them. But your character is formed not by you, by the Holy Spirit. You see people who are reckless in life, don't condemn them. You may hate sin, which you should do. But God loves sinners. Why he hates their sin. If you are chosen by God, understand that it's a privilege and honor. So you owe God obligation of the chosen. He said you are royal priesthood, which means when you have people who are in trouble, <clears throat> you must see yourself as a person who can stand in gap because you are a priest of God. You are a priest of God. That's why I hate churches that always tell Christians that they should always come to one man for prayer. If I pray for you, you must pray for me too. There is no human being under heaven that does not need prayer. I need your prayer as well as you need my prayer. If it is only you who need my prayer, then there must be something happened to this church. It's not the church of the living God. Because Paul always said to them after praying for them, pray for me also, he said. When a man is a Frankenstein in the church, and he is the only one who is perfect and holy, other people are unholy, then there is problem there. It's not the church of the living God. He will fill the people with all manners of garbage from hell, and turn good destiny into rubbish. You are royal priesthood. You must believe that. That's why Jesus said, whatever you ask in my name, I will do it. See yourself as a royal priesthood. I can give you a prayer request to pray for me too. People who are grown in such churches, when a minister said, pray for me, they will say that uh, a big pastor does sin. They don't understand that you should pray for one another. They don't understand that ministers of God should be prayed for by his members. And I told you the other time, you know, never anybody pray that Apostle William, God, don't let him fall, don't let him fall. Tear it out of your dictionary and burn it. That's not a request for me. Because to fall or not to fall is not by your prayer, it's by my decision. I will get it now. 
If you look at the prayer of Paul, he said, pray for me that doors be open to me. You will know my heart, desire. I know your desire. I pray it. You know my desire. You pray for me. I will use the gift God has given me to bless you. And you must use the gift God has given you to bless me. You say, I don't have a gift. Your mouth is a gift. Speak well of me. Your mind is a gift. Think right of me. And out of your thought, good thought for me, bless me. That's your gift. I may have prophetic gifts that I can speak and things can happen. It does. Of course, I use it to bless you. That is why God gave it to me. I can't go to a grave with it because in that grave, that gift is useless. But for you to say you don't have anything, you do. You have mouth. You have mind. If you don't have other things, celebrate what you have. You are royal priesthood. As God will hear me, when I call on God on your behalf, He will hear you when you call on God on my behalf too. I carry your body, you carry my body. That is what I'm saying to you for one another. You must believe that God will hear if you can pray. I would get now because you are a real person. You are a holy nation. A people belonging to God. Therefore, if you are holy before God, then walk in holiness. Walk in holiness. Don't be deceived by this world. Everyone that Satan deceived will be punished. I was sharing this before you came. I will give you a few insights now. The reason why Christians suffer is because they did not comply with the regulations of the Bible. Simple regulations. They don't comply. You are a Christian, then you are a holy person. Anything you do, ask yourself... Can a holy person do this? The way you dress, ask yourself. Can a holy person? Let me tell you something. Anyone that I see on the, on the social media who is a member of my church or who attends my church, they won't be member if, if I say this kind of thing they do. If anybody comes to this church and as a woman, I see your photograph on Facebook or something, all those stuff, and you, are, you wear the clothes that it's here from here. You know that kind of... I don't know this cat. They tear it from here to here, down. And your legs are outside. And the whole of your laps are outside. You do that. Or oh, I see you on the, the, this, your social media. You wear something or you wear something and the whole of your breast is out when you are not a martial man. Or the whole of your body is out. You know, if you have a function and invite me, I will tell you that I cannot come there because I'm not your pastor. Do you permit that? Answer me, church. I am a holy nation. I cannot go to the company of the devil. If I come to your function and you are naked, I will pack my Bible without telling you I'm going. You will not find me again. Because anything that is not honorable, why should you do it? Anything that will invoke devil or demons to afflict you and punish you, and God will be helpless in helping you, why should you do it? Have you not read it? You are a holy nation, a peculiar people. Have you seen queen do that? A queen. She's a model to every woman. 
The day that Queen said to me when they sang, I said, I mean, she said it on the on the air when they were interviewing her. He said, when they when they sing, all hail the power of Jesus' name. She says she stands up because of the King over her, who is the King of Kings, and she said, Jesus is my Lord. She didn't say it in the secret. But he didn't say that only. In her dressing, you can see. Have you seen the queen panic? For any reason? You think it is training? No, she has Holy Spirit inside her. She has Holy Spirit inside her. Let me tell you something. You are a holy nation. Be holy. As your heavenly father is holy. Yes, 10 more minutes, I'll finish this. Look at this scripture, has its own condition. He says, you are a holy nation. People belonging to God. So that you must emulate angels. That you may declare the praise of him who called you out of darkness into the wonderful light. Once you were not a people, and you live whatever way you like, bleach your body, destroy your body if you, if you can't even cut it, tattoo it, do everything. Someone said to me, the apostle is tattooing a sin. I will show you. What does First Corinthians 6 say? Know you know that your body is the temple of God? Correct? Is drug addiction a sin? Is drug a sin? Drug is not a sin. Alcohol is not a sin. You can never find the Bible these things are sin. However, First Corinthians things went forward and said, If you destroy this temple, I will destroy you on the last day. So, anything you take into this temple to destroy it, we earn you destruction back from God. So when you tore, tear the body and tattoo it, God decorated you with a color and you begin to bleach it. Is that from Holy Ghost? Come on now, let's talk about it. Is it Holy Ghost? What ghost is that? Answer me now, devil ghosts. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. I'll show you a scripture. You know, Satan can do nothing to Christians than what he did to Eve. You know what he did to Eve? Reason with Eve, did God really say? <laughs> Introducing you to try to doubt what God really said. Knowing that you know what God really said. And then suggest you. When he went to Jesus, how did he do to Jesus Christ? If you are really the son of God, why don't you? Just show your power. You see, you are hungry. Just turn this stone to bread. If you look at that statement, it does not look like sin. If Jesus turns stone to bread, what is sin in it? To turn stone to bread is not a sin. However, the motive behind it is a, is a devil. It's a devil. And Jesus said to him, Man shall not live by bread alone, it is written. The way you think, examine it. What is the source of it? If Jesus cannot think that way, 
such thought that develop an action with you, if Jesus cannot act that way, then whose are you? That's the way to think. That's why Apostle Williams didn't have all manners of air court. Pastors have it. Preachers have it. Evangelists have it. It's their business. The one who appeared to me, I saw him. I want to be like him. Someone says that, well, you know, all these things are just the way you think. I'm so sorry. The one who appeared to me does not behave like that. And I will not do that. So if I cut my hair strange, will it make me more handsome? Answer me. It won't make me more handsome. If I put earring in my nose, I put earring here and all over like an oppressed person. If a person is not oppressed, why should you do that? Do I, does that make me more handsome? If I see a woman with earrings in the nose, will I say, ah, she's Holy Ghost filled. I would like to have her for my wife. Far from the madding crowd. The thing I first say is that what is inside her that she did that? There must be something inside I don't know and I don't see. So if I'm a man looking for a wife, I will, if I wanted to go before, I will change my direction to the other side. You say hello, yeah, hello. <laughs> and I just go, hallelujah. <laughs> say, I, and I rebuke that, that in my heart that <laughs> thou shalt have nothing to do with godless. A simple way to think. Who is your role model? If it's Jesus, then behave like Jesus. You see all these rock, rock stars and all these stars that are not rocking? They put them on television. People who call them idols, they begin to do like them. Correct? So if Jesus is your God, why don't you do like him too? Which one is better? To go and buy trouble when trouble did not... They did not even advertise trouble to you to sell. They didn't bring it to sell to you as a believer. Because Satan knows, expect that you will say no. Then you now decided to go and buy it yourself. Look at my talking sense. Somebody who bleached the body. Can you just cut them open in your surgery like you cut anybody, ordinary person? When they bleach the whole of endodermal layer off. Yeah? So if they stitch them, what happens? It can't come together because the skin that you cloth is taken out. And many of them die in operations. A little operation, they die. They start bleeding. There is nothing to cloth it, Abby. Don't let the devil deceive you. Hey, let me finish that scriptures. Therefore, he says, you are called out of darkness into the wonderful light. Once you were not a people, <laughs> but now you are the people of what? Of God, not of the devil. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received what? Mercy. Dear friends, I urge you as aliens in the world, strangers in this world, alien, strangers in this world. The doctrine of alien is correct. It's from the Bible. But it's not those things that they are, they are drawing their face that look like an like like egg and they put eye in the egg. That's not alien. The people the Bible call aliens are Christians because one day we will rapture and go to heaven. Just see how stupid the devil is. 
It says alien come from a planet because he knows that we will rapture. <laughs> and some people believe it. And they make a doctrine out of it. Looking for the alien. We are here. Hallelujah. They are looking for alien in the, in the satellite. We are not in satellite. We are on earth here. Check us out. We are different from the world. We don't behave like the world. Hallelujah. I cannot see anybody who, 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 who wants to go to heaven and he carries his cigarette in his mouth and he was smoking to paradise. Enter paradise. <laughs> hey. And the whole of his ears is, is, is smoke. Nose is smoke. Eyes is smoke. Even the body is smoke. <laughs> Excuse me. And he's smoking like that to heaven. Hey. To heaven. I think the one who will welcome me is the one who came from the fire. Because there's no smoke in heaven. There's no fire there. But there's a place where there's called brimstone. I don't know how to help myself. Who told you that? You, you were not born. The day your mother labored and pushed you out. You didn't come out with cigarettes in her mouth. In your mouth. You didn't come with pipe. You didn't come with crack, with cocaine. If the mother gives back to a child and is holding cocaine in his hand, that woman will collapse instantly. All the doctors there, somebody has to revive them. CPR, they have to do for everybody. Because nobody can come from the womb with cocaine. Yeah? The skin with which we are born, die with our skin. Don't change it, for God's sake. Don't smoke yourself up. And say that you are filled with the Holy Ghost. Even if you speak in tongues, Satan speaks in tongues too. Look at what he said. You are aliens, strangers in this world. Abstain from sinful desires. Which war against your soul. Desires of the flesh war against your soul. If, if, you, if you yield to your flesh, Satan will conquer your soul. If Satan conquer the soul of a man, he ends up in hell. Pride. There was a man who was proud in Acts chapter 12. And while he was pumping, I mean, if he is even proud, that man could be proud because he's Herod. He, he is a king. He's a king. He's, he's what is authority. People fear him. He could do and undo. Can I imagine somebody who is proud and you are nothing? We don't know you among the names that they call in the country. And yet you are proud. In your career, nobody knows you. We have not read journals that you have published. And you are proud for what? Even if you have. Listen to me. While the man was puffing in pride, and he said, the voice of God, not of man. An angel touched him. He became worms instantly. Body became worms. Bone organs vanished into worms. God is the proud. Here is the problem. Abstain from sinful desire. Which war against your flesh? Adultery, fornication, and the rest of it. I will end up with that. I told you this is where we are are ending. Watch this. Live such a, a good life. 12. Live such a good life among the pagans. Anybody who does not believe in Jesus, the Bible call him a pagan. 
Alright? And what the Bible say? He didn't say you should copy them. He said live good life among them. Live the Christian life. Let them know when you are in their midst. You will influence them rather than they influence you. If I want to wear a shirt and open my chest down like this, you know where I wear it? In my house. To who? To the wife I married. Look at my chest. If I have hair like Esau, I will say count the number of hair. Because the only one that you see behind this chest is this woman. Now when I now come to church and I'm just walking like that with my chest opened. What is in my mind before I left home? You want to be a tool in the hands of Satan to detract others? That's what the enemy is trying to make you. And you will punish for it. You will be punished for it. See, the law of spirit don't regard man. You break traffic lights. Whether after you caught the light, say, hey, I'm sorry. Two weeks. You will get <laughs> You will get a letter. And if they look at you and say, you are a reasonable man. Eh? They will ask you to come for a training. You know, it happened to me. <laughs> I'm a reverend, gentle bishop. And that day, I was coming on A1, A2. I avoided that A2 for months. <laughs> you know that A2? <clears throat> you are going on 70, suddenly 50. And while I was going on 70, I was carrying another burden in my head. God will not let us die of problem. Are you with me now? Somebody else's problem is what I'm thinking about. After I have known that what you can't solve, you don't think. Ah, uh, suddenly I just uh, I just saw the fifty, and you know what happened? My leg froze. <laughs> Instead of the leg to press the brake, I said, "I have seen." <laughs> And my car went boom past the light. And the camera did not snap. It was afternoon. I said, I thank God it didn't catch me. But two weeks after, I received a letter. I said, oh my God, how can I receive this kind of letter? I didn't do it intentionally. Lord, you know. The Lord knows. So I have not sinned against God. However, the law of my country, United Kingdom, did not know that. As far as the law is concerned, I should have used my leg to press the brake before getting to the distance. But because I felt guilty of not controlling the speed. So this is where God will come in. I said, Lord, if they seize my license, I can't go to church. <laughs> Hallelujah. And then they told me to come for training. And when I went for the training, I said, oh my God, everybody should be going for that training every time. That when you break the line, they call you for training. Many things that I've forgotten in my theories. You know, I did my license how many years ago? About 30 something years ago. I've forgotten every theory. We drive by brain. But England, okay, control driving by the code. So, why should you also allow the enemy when it comes to things of God? Are we together now? You 
see, those rules are very, very straight. Live such good lives among pagans that though they accuse you of being wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God. See that? We are moving out of this, and I'll give you two scriptures. Abstain from sinful desire. Live such a good life among pagans. You know, when, when that happened to me, you know what I now do? I now decided that any time I'm driving, if you phone me, I won't talk to you. Hmm? I look at my speedometer because my car will give me the speed. But even now, there are some places they give you accidental speed limits that your car didn't pick. I'll be looking all around when I'm driving. Especially those places that they just introduced 20 miles per hour. People are blowing horn behind me. They have told me in my training I should not listen to them. I will tell my wife that leave them. I don't care. They drive past me <coughs> with speed. You know, some of them will just speak. I will just bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye. Because one of them had bypassed me before only to go into light and light caught him. Fala, fala, fala. I said, <laughs> next time you know how to stand behind me. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Look at these scriptures. We have to abstain from sin. Finally, how do you do this? Offer your bodies to God. Romans 12:1. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, so that God's mercy can continue for you, offer your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Simple. Offer your bodies to God. And I've covered all that. Don't smoke into your body. Don't drug your body. Don't mess your body up by tattoo. Don't bleach your body. Just live your You are well built. are well decorated by God. People who had done that before they got born again regret it. Alright? Offer your body unto God. Be satisfied with what God had made you. Alright me? Second thing is, do not conform to the pattern of this world. That is verse 2. It says, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You see, the mind, don't let anybody influence you. They call you names, thank God for them. The trouble they will get into, you cannot get there. The benefit you get from God, they will only be looking at you. Are we together now? Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. With what? With the word of God. With the word of God. Then you will be able to test and approve God's will. You see, Christians say that, I don't know what God is saying about my life because you are conforming with the world. If you don't conform with the world and you renew your mind, you'll be able to test it. You'll be able to know it. You'll be able to understand it. It's so simple. And I conclude by saying what the Bible is saying about you with all those accolades that the Bible talks about. You are a real priesthood. You are a holy nation. A peculiar people. God's own children. Saints of the Most High. What God is saying to you and I is this. Live in the Spirit always. 
Live in the Spirit. How can you do this that God has said by living in the Spirit? Romans chapter 8 verse 12. Whoever lives in the Spirit will be led by the Spirit. And it says in that scripture, chapter 8, verse 12 to 14, Therefore, brothers, we have an obligation, but it is not to the sinful nature, to live according to it. For if you live according to the sinful nature, you will die. So if I was bleaching my body before and I had the gospel, I stopped bleaching, it does not matter what that body would be. And I'll start praying to God, restore my skin, and throw bleach away forever. It's a gift of Satan. And Satan can only give, give to destroy. I remember when I was in Olivet, somebody came to me. He's a Caucasian boy. He said, I'm born again. But he smokes. He would go out and smoke. I said, ah, are you born again? Are you born again smoker? He said, I can't stop it. I said, it's a lie. If you can start it, you can stop it. I said, do you have the will to stop it? He said, yes, sir. I said, okay, let me pray for you. I lay hands on him and I said, yeah, I made him confess it. And he confessed it. And I lay hands on him and I said, Lord, any time that he puts cigarette in his mouth, let him vomit out of his intestine. You don't know what I just said? I put an embargo on him. So he left. He said, Amen. He left. And he said when he got home, he tried to it, it, it put fire on the... On, he threw all his cigarettes away. But he, this, something said to him, Just leave this one. And that should be your last stick. You know who said that? Of course you understand. So he said, I threw all the cigarettes and left one. He said, but when I want to take it, I said, Alfred said, Alfred said, I shouldn't smoke. After some time, I said, I just felt so, so hungry for this smoking. And I went and took the smoke. As I put it in my mouth and I put fire, he said, I, my intestine rolled. And I saw a, a huge vomit coming out of me. He said, the cigarette flew from my mouth as the vomit was rushing out. He said, ha, just the simple word. Alfred said, said, okay, for some days he didn't smoke. After some time, he tried to again. He said, the moment he imagines it, his belly will begin to turn and he wants to vomit. He said, he has to now decide that I don't want to die. With his mouth, he came to see. And he stopped smoking. He stopped smoking. You cannot continue what will destroy you. Understand that. For if you live according to the sinful nature, verse 13, you will die. But if you live by the Spirit to put to death the misdeed of the body, you will live. Because those who are led by the Spirit sons of God. So if you are a Christian and you are always led by your flesh, you have, you have disconnected yourself from sonship. And it's dangerous. Write this down too. Number two on that, that is living in the Spirit. If you are led by the Spirit, according to Romans 8, 12, then you are not under the law. Not everyone who comes to church are not under the law. For those who are led by the Spirit. Galatians 5, 18 to 20. 
He says, but if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the sinful nature are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, and witchcraft. Hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissension, faction, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. Which one is yours? Reject it today. Scan your heart and see which one is your own gift. It's from the devil. This is the last scripture I'm going to read for today. And we'll continue on Sunday. The acts of sinful nature are obvious. Sexual morality, do you lust after opposite sex? Talk less to sleep with someone who you are not married to. Has lost in your heart? Extinguish it. Masturbation is of the devil. Oral sex is from witchcraft. If anybody calls himself a Christian and practices it, you will be demonized. And what I'm saying to you is not something you can pray about. It's not something someone says that I reject it. You reject it, it's yours already. If you practice such acts, they are from witchcraft. Do we have a witch here, a former witch among you? Raise your hand if you are a former witch. Ah, you have to go and get them for me. I came from that background. All the wrong intercourse, sex that are wrong, they are from Satanism. Any Satanist will know what I'm talking about. If they're watching me now, they will they don't understand what I'm talking about. And it is the spirit of Lucifer that introduces two people. I would mean now. Blue film, is it blue film they call it when people strip naked? You understand? How can a, you, a human being that is Dr. Digny, you are a psychiatric doctor? A human being that sits down to watch another human being naked and having sex. In your psychiatry, that person must have, um, he must have, um, um, there's a name you call this thing. Huh? Psychosis. That person is 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 got psychosis. He's got this. Uh, um, 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 it's, a, it's a mental health issue. It's a mental health issue. Because you see, some of them will be watching those who are having sex, and they will be masturbating. It's mental health. Mental does not have health. That's mental health. When the mental has gone derailed, that's mental health. Somebody who is not functioning like ordinary human being because of the way he uses his mind. That's mental health. What happened to you? Each time you do that, demons enter your body. Each time you do that, demons enter your body. And then they will begin to gestate and begin to form your mind to take over your human mind. If you are sold out to them, what will happen to you eventually? Hell! Apart from the fact that on earth, they will, they will seriously hinder you. When angels of God are bringing blessing to you, they will manipulate your mind because they are now living in your body. Living in your body. If the power of God moves to that area, before public, you will be manifesting devils. That's why you see some Christians manifest devils. Not because they need deliverance, they only need repentance. Stop that act. Ask God for mercy and be restored. You are naked. You have your naked. Why don't you go and look at yourself in the mirror and be naked? That you are looking at somebody else. Getting the pleasure from that is from the devil. Impurity, debauchery, 
idolatry, witchcraft. So anybody who does that is not different from a witch. They are the same level. You are not different from another worshiper. The same level. Hatred. Just hate people. Discord. You cause problems all over the whole place. Jealous. If you are just jealous of people, it's the same problem. It's the same spirit. Feet of rage. You can get angry and bam, break something that you bought, you bought with good money. And say, God forgive me. God forgive what? You have lost already. You have lost already. A person who is like that only goes with far from you. And his covering will be far from you. All manners of devils can mess your life up. You pray, 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 God will not answer. Because you didn't answer him too. You are full of rage. Selfish ambition. Dissension. People who want to get to the highest peak and get money and they don't care about the gospel. <laughs> Dissension. Faction. Envy. You know that faction is very, very easy. People will go and divide members of the church. People who are having good time friendship, you will come into their midst and destroy the friendship and turn this one against that person. Come on now. And you want to go to heaven. Forget it. <laughs> if you try to go to heaven, the spirit that uses you will stand in front of you and say, he cannot go. He or she was my servant. And he will show you what to, how he used to use you and how you also become a servant of him. And Jesus will say that, I'm so sorry. Many have gone like that in church and they have been turned back from entering heaven. If you are alive now, you are hearing me. Stop it. Apart from the fact that the day your friends will know, everybody will not hate you. Because you cause division in good friendship. You cause dissension, fits of rage, selfish ambition, factions, envy, drunkenness, urges, and like manner. I warn you as I did before, that those who live like this will what? Read that line for me. And those, I warned you, Yes. Let's read again. I. So it is not Alfred who said it. The Bible says it. The Bible says it. He doesn't say, but some people say that some people will not determine where you are going. Because everybody will be eaten by worms. You want to stand up now. And we're going to pray. You're going to ask God. Set a guard over my mouth. Prayer from Psalm 141 verse 3 and 4. Set a guard over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Let my heart be drawn. Let my heart. Let not my heart. Be drawn to what is evil. To take part in wicked deeds. With men who are evildoers. Let me not eat their delicacy. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. That the Lord will set a guard over your heart and your mind. And your mouth. This is so important. That God will set a guard. You want to please God all your life. Tell the Lord to put a guard in your ear so that you will only listen to God's voice. The Bible says it because you are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, you should behave like a ro- royalty. 
He said you should abstain from the midst of people. Don't walk like them. Don't behave like them. Abstain from sinful desire. Tell the Lord, kill every sinful desire in me. I want the peace of God. I want God to be proud of me. Destroy every rebellion inside me. If you find one, take it out. Lord, I release myself to you, tell God. Help me in my Christian journey. Don't let me shipwreck. Don't let me end up with the devil. Don't let me end up in hell. Let me walk in the path of your righteousness that you will be proud of me. Whatsoever is lovely, whatsoever is good. Anything that's of good report, if there's any virtue or praise that you consider. The Bible says, live such good lives among pagans, not like them. Lord, help me to live like strangers in this world. To abstain from sinful desire that war against my soul. Deliver my thinking. Help me to think aright. Father, I pray thee, tell the Lord, deliver my mind from everything that oppress me. Set me loose and free. Lord, I pray thee, let your fire come into my heart. Tell God, send your fire into my mind. Send your fire into my body. Destroy everything that the enemy has laid in me. Make me pure again. When we are talking about open heaven, open heaven can only open with those, unto those who are pure in heart. Tell the Lord, every way Satan has programmed me to sin against God, Lord, destune it today, destroy it today. Help me, Lord. I don't want to be men pleaser, I want to be God's pleaser. Give me the courage, O oh God, to walk in your faithfulness. To leave the world behind me. Lord, we thank you. We bless your name. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. Let me bless you. When God spoke and the earth was formed, He beheld the world, it was chaos all over, the Bible says. But the Spirit of God was hovering, and then the Lord said, let there be light. From that day, light have not changed. Everything that have changed in you, contrary to God's will, I command them to be put to death in the name of Jesus Christ. A child that is coming from the womb, have no thought of evil. A baby that is just learning cannot plot evil. But Bible says, Jesus said, a man planted a vineyard and he slept. And his enemy came and sowed tears among the vineyard. Lord, I pray, every thorn Satan has planted in your heart and mind, in your body, while you were asleep spiritually, I ask God to send his fire from heaven and destroy them all. The Bible says it was for freedom that Christ has set us free, no longer to be subject to yoke of slavery. Be free in the name of Jesus. 
There are some of you who do things that you hate. Today, receive strength. Receive strength. The chain between you and your oppressor is broken. The yoke between you and the marauding forces that imprison you is broken. Be free in the name of Jesus. That which is good, you will begin to do. That which is profitable, you begin to do. That which is glorious, you begin to do. I rebuke the spirit of Satan. Be gone in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. As God sent you to the world, I say, God restore you back to your originality. As you leave my presence, the word I speak will prosper in your life. If you have made many enemies because of your wayward ways, I decree in the name of the Lord of hosts, every spirit assigned to you to make you wayward. I disconnect you and them forever. Let there be a pillar of fire to surround you, that they will not be able to touch you. A person who lives every day because of fear of death, because of the company you are keeping, be free in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Lord will use you as a rod to bring those gangs back to Christ. He will use you as a rod to bring those your friends back to Christ. You will stand out in boldness on this hour and testify to the saving grace of Jesus Christ. The Lord will assign his holy angels to walk with you and bring my word to pass. Thank you, Father, because you have done so. May the Lord bless everyone. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord empower and encourage you. In this week, whatever be the desires of your heart, may heaven stand by you and grant you those desires. Strength and grace receive in the name of Jesus Christ and prosper in every good thing that God has ordained for you. In Jesus' holy and anointed name, we are praying with thanksgiving. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Please be seated, Pastor, for me, please. Hallelujah. I was just going to say, I'm sure you can hear me. Thank you, sir. Thank God for the mystery of salvation. It's time for us to bring our offering to the Lord. The Bible says in Psalm 50, in verse 23, he says, it says, He who sacrifices thanks offerings honors me, and he prepares the way so that I may show him the salvation of the Lord. This morning, the Lord has spoken to us. He has spoken to us the things we should do and the things we should not do. The things we do that make us remain in that place that we are called holy. I think we talked about that yesterday and today, this morning also. Those who remain will be called holy. 
God has planted us in this house. We remain in this house and we'll be holy. And we will remain holy. And part of being holy is being obedient to the word of God. So this morning I'd like us all to bow our heads down and consider what it will be out of what God has blessed us with. That we will bring before him as a thanks offering to honor his name today. Let's bow our heads as we prepare for our offerings. Father and our God, we thank you for the privilege, O God, to know you and the privilege to be able to bring out of that with which you have blessed us to honor you this day. Father, it's not because you need our money, but because you have given us an opportunity, O God, to demonstrate our love for you by honoring you in this way, that indeed you may show us the way of your salvation and that indeed we may pave a way for you to pour your blessings out upon us. And so, Father, we thank you as we bring this offering before you. We thank you, King of glory, because it will be acceptable in your sight and it will be used for the furtherance of the work of your kingdom here on earth. In Jesus' name, amen. Shall we rise, please? Show is that the land. What I require. 
Father and our God, we thank you once more for the privilege to bring our offerings before you today. Lord, we thank you because this is the holy offering that has been brought by your holy people. I ask, O oh God, that you will cause your holy fire from heaven to fall upon this offering and consume this offering, that it may be acceptable before you. Thank you, Heavenly Father, because you bless our need in trouble, even as we bring out of that with which you have blessed us. To you, O oh Lord, be all the glory and praise, because we pray in Jesus' anointed name. Amen. Can I invite us to please be seated? I'd like very quickly to welcome anyone who's worshipping with us for the first time today. If it's your first time of joining us in the auditorium today, we would like to acknowledge you. Be kind enough to raise your hand so I can identify you where you are seated. Where you are seated. Where you are seated. You are very much i see you brother and sister you are most welcome to christ faith tabernacle i'm sure you have been blessed today at the end of the meeting uh you will have some packs provided to you on your way out they've been sanitized and they'll give you a lot more information about the church but as you have come this morning we hold our services here every sunday morning at 10 a.m please be seated and uh, be part of the rest of the announcements I'd like to welcome those who are joining us for the first time online also, whether you're joining us on YouTube or otherwise this morning. I'm not sure if we're on Facebook Live, but probably we are. You are most welcome. And you're welcome to join us in our services, which are streamed live every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock here at the cathedral. Our services at New Cross are also streamed live. The services hold at 8 a.m. So if you are in the London area and you leave, in either of these two neighborhoods, you're welcome to join with us. I'd like to remind us that tonight uh, we have a prayer meeting at 7 o'clock. And tonight it is also our communion night. So we will break bread in our homes. Don't forget to join us. We're on YouTube, Zoom, and free conference call in the evening. And tonight is 7 p.m. It is the third day of the feast of victory night, the first, second, and third of every month, where the Lord commanded us to bring before him all of our plans for the month and commit our ways into his hands. And then at the end of the month, we have an opportunity to come and share that which he has done. So don't miss tonight. It is the 3rd of October. It's the last day of the feast of these three days, victory night, and join us at 7 p.m. And then we'll continue our daily prayers every evening. Monday to Thursday, 7 p.m. and Saturday and Sunday. And then on Fridays, we have a night vigil at 11 p.m. online too. And the Lord bless you as you join us. Uh, the final few announcements are dates that I would like you to save and be mindful of. Later on this month, from the 27th of October to the 31st of October. 25th of October. Thank you, Ma. To the 31st of October, we will be having here in this house the International Convention 
of the women of royal destiny. Are there any women in the house? Are there any women in the house? Hallelujah. Indeed, this crowns it all for the year. Throughout the year, we've had our conventions in various branches in Ireland, in uh, Nigeria and Africa. Um, We've had uh, Birmingham. But this is our international convention. And our international delegates are preparing to be with us. So this year, as opposed to last year, we're having an in-person convention. We're here every day of the week from the 25th to the 31st. Do not be left out of it. The theme of our convention this year is leaving every pressure behind. And indeed, when you are part of this convention, as you'd been earlier in the year, you will recognize that the Lord speaks things to us that actually help us to leave pressures behind. Pressures will come. It's part of life. But we need to understand how to deal with them and how to leave them behind. And our mom has been ministering throughout the year. And the interesting thing is that with every different convention this year, she speaks different things in respect of the same subject. So be prepared to receive a new download from heaven during this convention. And the Lord bless you as you are part of it. Can I just ask that all women are required to stay behind after the meeting so that we can meet with our mom this afternoon, immediately after the service. If I could ask you to gather on the right side of the auditorium and uh, observe our social distancing, one seat between households, and the meeting will not be long, and the Lord bless you as you obey. I'd also like to remind us that on the 12th of November, I think Apostle talked about it briefly, we have an outreach concert for our praise night. Praise night is the outreach celebration concert that we have in honor of our father. His desire is that when it is his birthday, that the purpose for which God called him is what is fulfilled. And therefore, he likes us to use and always wants to use this opportunity to draw in people from the community and use this opportunity for souls to come to the knowledge of the Lord. So if the community is going to be here, we will be here first. Please mark that date in your diary, praise night, 12th of November. I'd also like you to mark in your diaries, please, Sunday the 19th of December and not the 18th of December, which will be our annual Workers' Awards Night and Christmas Dinner. This is a celebration and an opportunity uh, for everyone who has worked in this house to be recognized, to be honored, and also uh, to be appreciated. And I'm sure we also have an opportunity to appreciate uh, our father and mother for their leadership, uh, their uh, distinct leadership in this house of faith. But mark it in your diaries, please, the 19th, Sunday the 19th, and not the 18th, as is in your calendar. And I think further information is due to come out. And um, I'd like to remind us also that we have our carol service here on the 24th of December. Friday the 24th of December is a carol service. It is also an outreach service that we use to draw in people from the community, but invite your friends and invite your family members. And the Lord bless you. I will (laughs) invite our Father. Before Pastor leaves, uh, Sister Batu, Sister Batu, raise your hand. All right. 
Well, very interesting. <laughs> yes. You know, during the Women of Royal Destiny Conference, Mommy is planned you'll be having. Mommy has planned that uh, she, you'll be having prayer session. Women will be having prayer session, the Shilu Pillars, every morning, you know, 10 to 12. And also she has arranged for, um, you know, beauty care. You know, some women who are professionals among us will come in to give you therapy, beauty care, and also exercise with those who are professionals. We have various professionals in this house, and we need to make sure that we enjoy them. So if your belly is like my own, by the time that they finish with you, you'll be size 12. That kind of... Uh, I Mommy said regular 36. And we're also having our medical on Saturday. We're going to have a medical um, seminar where you will come in on Saturday. They will do all those who are doctors and nurses among us. They will be fully out with their gear. They will test your blood. They will test your um, talk anyway. They will test your blood pressure. They will do all the tests for you. I meant to. Every test, they should test man. They will test you. Any question that bothers you, maybe you are not able to get through whatever, just come and meet them. They will tell you and give you, they will refer you to the right place to go if you need to further any other course. So it's going to be a, time. It's going to be a very great time. Then also the 12th of November, you know, 14th of November is my birthday. And many of you have been telling me, Apostle, I love you. God bless you. Thank you, Apostle. It's good to come and celebrate me when I'm alive. It's not when I'm dead. You come and gather and begin to say that celebration of life. If you do that for me, I will get up from my coffin and tell all of you, be quiet. <laughs> you need to celebrate me when I'm alive. So that time, you know, normally I used to go to missions, villages in Africa during that time. Until the leadership said, no, 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 no. We want you to be celebrated here. So, if you love Apostle, mark that Friday on your diary. I'm going to, I'm, I have surprises for you. So, we're going to enjoy, rejoice together, eat together, fellowship together, and it's a praise night for Christ with Tabernacle. Um, a sister Bolanli here from Nottingham, uh, Northampton, Northamptonshire. I said, Brother Bolanli here. Okay, no problem. Well, you know, before we, I want to announce, I will tell you what's wrong. Don't worry, I understand it. Yes, sir. I want to tell you, uh, and now I want to do a special announcement. Last Sunday, we were supposed to announce it. But because we got carried out with all the activities, we did not. We forgot to do so. One of our members in New Cross. Can you put his photograph on the on the screen for me, please? Brother Olari um, Bigbe. Brother Babatunde Olari Bigbe. I was in church four weeks ago, 
I saw him, greeted him, he was fine, everything is okay. And then, two weeks ago, he went to Nigeria. But Nigeria, that is, um, there will be three weeks ago now, for this week. And he went to Nigeria, as usual, to finish a course, uh, you know, some work he was doing. And a few days, when he was in Nigeria, he had uh, a stroke. And he was taken to uh, Dr. Professor Ogun's hospital. And Professor Ogun was uh, some time ago. He's one of the foremost neurosurgeons in Nigeria. He even spoke with me, and they did quick diagnosis of him, and they discovered that. Maybe anointing is killing the bandwidth. So they did our operation successfully. Came back. They restored. Don't worry. That's it. So he got restored. And I prayed with him. I spoke with him. Prayed with him. The stroke level was that he was paralyzed down. But by 24 hours, he started to move and he started to walk. On the third day, he he got up from his bed and he was walking out together now. And um, so his daughter has to go and meet him on the Friday. That was two Fridays ago. But by morning, by that Friday, he developed uh, some some uh, blood around the the what do you call this uh, here. Ventral pieces. Calf. Why are you speaking grammar, doctor? I'm not asking you the medical name. We can take her case up. Right now. So, he developed that and they checked it and they said, okay, tomorrow they will go for major x-ray so that they can really know what caused that and take it out but that night he died now which was today is sunday last week the previous week saturday, monday or so so that's two mondays ago he died the, the daughter is still in the airport and he has just arrived from the airport to go and see him in the morning and he died. But the reason why I'm announcing him, number one, if somebody passed the glory among us, we must announce him. He was 62 uh, when, when he died. But there are some few things about him. Two years ago, he called his family and told his family that he wants to buy a land. And the wife said to me that, I said, but you have a lot of land. You are building. So what are you looking for land for? He said, this is the land where I will be buried. So he bought that land. And the wife said, but you are still young. What are you talking about burial? I said, no, this is the land I'll be buried. And then he called his children together with the family and said that when I die, don't bury me in all these houses. Bury me in that land. It's my grave. So, and the children said, just two weeks before he, he traveled, they were chatting at home. And they said to him that, 
and was talking about this when he's dead and all stuff. They said, well, you haven't done your will. <laughs> he said, when I come back from Nigeria, I will do my will. And he said, well, however, the, 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 um, my, the documents of this land, of this land, of this land, all what I hold is in this place. And when I go to Nigeria, I will bring those documents back to London so that we can do my, my, um, uh, the will. He said, but all of you know that when I die, don't bury me in London. Bury me in Nigeria and that very land. And then he travels. You know, his death, certainly the Spirit of God was speaking to him indirectly, but he did not understand that it is now. I would mean now. Because not everybody prepare for their death. For a man to buy a land and call the family and say, when I die, I don't want to be buried in Nigeria. And in London, I want to be buried in Nigeria in my own hometown. And then, when the time came for him to die, he traveled down and died there. It was a shock, of course. But the Bible says, blessed is the death of his saints in his sight. Somebody can say that, well, well, well if he's in London, he will not have died. I don't believe that. Some may say that oh, he was attacked. I don't believe that. I believe very much. You know, four or five weeks ago, I told you that I was listening to one of my friends who is a prophet from India. And he said, Jesus told him that, you know, a lot of believers will be taken home early. In that meeting, he said, how many of you stand up? Said, sit down. How many of you are over 60? Raise your hand. Up 80. And he raised their hand. And he said to all of them that Jesus said to him that the Matthew 24, I think from Matthew 22, that says that if in the, in the great tribulation when it comes, which is now, is happening right now, we're in the tribulation time. And it's going to get tougher. It says that Jesus said, that because of the elect, the time will be cut short. And he said, Jesus said that what that means is that some of us will be taken on quick. Jesus said that anyone among us, he knows that when the Antichrist will appear, because he will manifest when we are still alive, it's in the midst of that will be taken off. Those who remain. So he said that you know, those that I know that will not be able to stand the persecution, I will take them off at a young age. So, we, we, we have expressed our condolence because he said, also said that when he dies, he does not want parties. He is from a place called Korodu, where they do so much party when someone dies. A very, very influential family also. But he said when he dies, he must be buried immediately. And he told his family, I don't want you people or my children to be put into a necessary expense. Just bury me immediately. So he was buried last Friday. Within a week. He died the previous week and they did the funeral. But the, the CFT church in Lagos, Pastor Dakwe, immediately that happened, I've given him instruction. He gone to the family and supported the family 
and the Lagos Church with the choir went to Ikorudu uh, on, on Thursday to do the service of songs. On Friday, they went in for, and that is settled now. But with that life, yes, they'll be traveling back. You know, they should be on their way now. Will probably arrive. But we thank God for His life. Because I told Pastor, I know where he sits in church. He has been in CFT, I think, for over 13 years or 15 years. And he's such a very meek man that, you know, if you are not somebody who looks right, don't notice him. His daughter is Sister Bumi, who is in the choir and one of the leaders of the youth. Very, very quiet can the, the wife cannot stop talking about him and i need to let you know this the woman said who would be my partner again he said my my husband and i we are partners he never gave me helicopter really on that trip that he was going the wife was saying that don't go he said i must go the wife took ill a bit you know he said look i have to stay but who will take care of you there he said don't worry because you never travel alone. I must always be there to help you. The man said, don't worry. When you are okay, you come and meet me and let me help. You know? And she said to me, when we got to the airport, I was singing to my husband. That's what she told me. She, 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 you know, that's how connected they are. And she was singing to the man. You know, that anyway, I will see you when you come back. And let me sing for you. And he started singing. And she said, we are laughing. You know? She said, now, my partner is gone. But I told her, we will soon meet him. No matter how long it is, it's short. So, one of you, I beg every one of you, you know, this world, you will not be here forever. This world is a temporary place. Do everything the Bible tells you to do. He now is gone. Come back to redo his life. Where death caught him. And that is where he will be judged. He cannot add more or deduct from what he has done on earth. So, <clears throat> I want to tell every one of you, wake up consciously to godliness. Wake up consciously. Anytime we go is nothing. But the important thing is that in whom did we die? I can say that he died in Christ. And so we thank God for his life and celebrate him. Comes, we will see if they want to do anything. We will let's do that together for the family. Shall we? please? Amen. On that, someone move. No, 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 no. Just on the head. That's 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 what caused it. Amen. Amen. You muted this. Shall we just bow heads and thank God for today? Lord, we thank you for your grace and mercy. Thank God for his life, the gift of life. And let's thank God for the life, brother, or Larry B. too. We thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for salvation. Not everybody who came to the world died in Christ. 
we give you the praise and honor and glory. We pray for his family that you will strengthen, especially the wife. You will heal her and strengthen her in this very season. Oh Lord my God. We pray for the church that you uphold us in this very season too. In Jesus' holy name, we are praying with thanksgiving. I can't hear your amen. amen. Stretch your hands before the Lord. I speak the blessings of God over you. As you've entered a new week, I say, may the Lord answer you whenever you call on him. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help this week from his sanctuary. May God grant you support from Zion. May he remember all your sacrifices and accept all your burnt offerings. May he give you all the heart and make all your plans succeed. We will shout for joy when you are victorious and we lift up our banner in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may he open the book of remembrance concerning you. And may the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham and unto Jacob at Bethel, May he reveal himself to you, both in your dreams and when you are awake. May his glory and presence go with you throughout this week. In Jesus' holy and anointed name, we are praying with thanksgiving. Read together the book of Hebrew. Now, may the God that brought again from the dead, our Lord that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. And general grace, in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with you now and evermore. Amen. Say to somebody, surely, surely, goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your lives, and you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. There shall be shouts of blessing that will fall in your house.
unto you according to your confession. God bless you and see you tonight. Please be seated. When the men are going out, the women should just remain on their seats. And when men are left, you move forward, please, so that you can have your meeting. Thank mm-hmm. you.